faith, growth, and love. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to Illuminate Podcast. My name is Mfonido and I am the host for Illuminate with M. So let's just do a quick mood check. How are you? Let me know how you are doing. Let me know how your week was. How am I feeling? Um, I'm feeling, firstly, this place is hot. I had to close all the windows so it's quiet in here um i'm also feeling good i think i'm really god's beloved because i have been sleeping a lot lately <laughs> i don't know why but i just keep sleeping and sleeping and sleeping you know maybe i'm not getting you know quality sleep that's why but yeah i have been sleeping a lot lately because i am god's beloved <laughs> Today's episode is going to be about, hmm, you know, originally when I thought about today's episode, it was going, what I got was community. But now that I have done, you know, a little study, right? I'm wondering, should I call it community or is it family? Anyways, you'll see why when we get into the episode. I've always been a believer quote-unquote right i've always been a christian and but i wasn't growing in my faith and when i decided i need to actually grow one thing i knew was important was community if there was one thing that i knew i needed it was community and so i prayed to god got my smiles on and learned the art of socialization you know some of us just want to be on our own. We just want to be, let everybody carry their wahala and be going. I will just learn about Jesus for myself. And yeah, you figure it out and you build your own relationship with God. But is that really how God wants us to do things? That be what God wants for us. When I first joined the church I attend now, it was like, how am I going to meet people? How am I going to make friends here? Lucky for me, my sister had already been attending this church because my sister already lived in Lagos and I had just come to Lagos to stay with her. And so she was already in a service unit and she had already met people. So it wasn't difficult to meet the people that she already knew. So when I, after service, I go to meet her and she's like doing her service unit stuff. She says, oh, this is my sister and i'm like hi (laughs) yeah but i was even more lucky that i also had a friend from school who also attended the church as well and we sort of still build a relationship a better relationship together but even more intentionally after church i was always smiling to people always saying hi whenever there was an opportunity of you know say hi to your neighbor i was always like hi (laughs) i was always like you know very eager to meet people and ensure that i I was very easy to talk to so this enabled me build a relationship with other people in the church 
also like I didn't even spend time, you know, trying to figure out what service unit I wanted to join. In fact, when I came into the church, I already said, God, if you let me come to this church, if you let me be in come to Lagos and join this church, I'm going to be in this service unit. Yes, I said that and <laughs> I'm laughing now because don't worry, I'll tell you later. <laughs> but yes. I already had a service unit I wanted to join in, in mind and I joined the service unit immediately and then I became familiar with everybody else. Since I was in a service unit, I had to come to church much earlier so I could tidy up the church, tidy up the environment before service starts. That was my duty in my service unit. And because I came to church earlier and I was in a service unit, there were people I had to relate with, I had to meet and talk to. And so I was extra friendly saying hi, you know, and in between the time when we are arranging stuff for for the service, we have conversations and that's how it started. And so I met one person, I met two people and it first of all started within the service unit and because people from the service unit, you knew people who were in other service units. I got to know people from other services and voila, that's how it started. But that was not the only thing I did. I knew that more than just saying hi, hello, during service or before service and after service and smiling and hugging each other, I knew there was something more. I knew and I wanted something more, honestly. I knew that it's important to have a group of people who are like-minded in the faith, right? Who share the same values and, you know, they will spur you to growth. That's the whole idea of it. They will spur you to growth where you are lagging. People that can help you up. People that you can also help up when they are lagging. That's the whole idea. And I wanted that. I met more people in church and we became really close and, you know, we and we put effort into building an intentional relationship. We wanted people who we can where we can hold ourselves accountable and shop for each other when we needed it, you know. You know that creating when I say a hedge is very important. How do I put this? If you're within an environment that is already predefined. For lack of a better word, you know that within that environment, only good things happen. You can be sure that whatever is bouncing around within that environment is going to be good. If someone talks to you in that community, the person is sharing reasonable ideas and you know thoughts in the direction that you would like it to be. But if you go outside, then you know that you're meeting a completely different thing. But now, imagine if you're just placed in a random environment and this environment is not even predefined. It's just like, okay, anybody comes, anybody goes. You don't even know who you're meeting. You don't even know the ideas that are being passed around. And so that's the idea with having a community of friends, a community of believers that you are accountable to. So, before I continue, I'm just going to give you one minute to tie your scarves so your wigs don't come off (laughs) because i'm going to drag you now 
there are some people right that think that hmm, they don't need to go to church they just stay at home stream service do bible study all day. my brother my sister that's not god's plan for you god planned us to be together in communion with one another think about it this way do you ever see a little child or maybe you have a cousin or niece and this cousin is a baby it's a baby i'm talking about a baby and this baby has just begun to stand almost every time we try to help the baby and show the baby how to work because the baby does not know how to do that in the same vein when we are new believers we don't know anything (laughs) if it or not we don't know anything we are literally like babies we need to be taught we need to be supported we need to be fed we need to be looked after because if we're not looked after imagine leaving a baby on its own if you leave a baby on its own if you see a nylon on the floor is going to pick it up and put it in its mouth. If it sees sand, it's going to put it in its mouth. If it's whatever it sees around, it's going to it's you being the adult, being the person who already knows better that would you know pick it off the the baby's mouth. Now imagine giving birth to a baby and dropping the baby in a forest and going and say, Oh, maybe learn when a lion bites it. To realize that, oh, a lion. When I see the lion, I'll run away. Imagine doing that. It sounds ridiculous, right? Because, first of all, the baby does not even have the defenses. And if a lion comes, best believe the baby is gone. It will only take the grace of God for that baby to be protected, you know, or survive the attack of a lion, right? So, in the same vein, when we don't have people around we don't have community we don't have a family that we are committed to committed to one a family that we are accountable to you know a family that is looking after us wanting our best interest we are left unprotected unshielded all the walls of the world just come after us and it's only the grace of god that can keep us in that moment that's why community is important that's why it's in fact that's why it's even important to first of all have a local church so if you don't have a local church you need to find a local church and there's the other set of people who actually come to church they come for services they come for midweek services but (laughs) once the service is over you don't see them anymore as soon as grace has been shared they are off bye bye (laughs) and that's not the way it should be to me that's not the way it should be look at even the bible tells us in hebrews that once we receive the life of christ we enter into an assembly an assembly of believers an assembly of other children of god right so that means everybody in everybody in christ every believer is your brother and sister imagine going for your family meeting and immediately the meeting is over you just stand up and you you don't say hi to anybody you don't say hi to your cousins or anything you just say hi to your parents 
and your siblings, your cousins, aunties, you just let them, she just did their thing and go. The only scenario where that happens is maybe you're fighting. Do you get like, you, you probably are fighting with the family if you do that. You don't come to a family gathering and just leave without saying hi to the, to other family members without even finding is this family member doing well is this family member not doing well and that's the same way it is in christ we are one body one family and we need to start acting like that family god expects that from us god is our father and we are all children that means we are all connected you know it seems like sometimes people just say brother brother this brother mike brother you make her sister Evelyn, <laughs> but they don't even remember that that word brother sister is in the literal sense of it you can't come to church and leave without checking out how your brother has been how has your week been in fact even beyond the four walls of church you ought to have a relationship with your brothers and sister you ought to develop a relationship you ought to have that community where you look out for one another and if one person is ill everybody is thinking how do we restore their health that's that's the way it should be we are one family imagine having a bad relationship with your sibling how do you think your parents will feel about it well, imagine if you come to the house, you don't even give your sibling face. You just be like, oh, hi, bye. What will your parents say about that? Now, imagine what God feels about that. In fact, family is actually God's idea. Community is God's idea. But why are we not putting it into practice? Why do we think it's okay to come to church and just leave after the service is gone? Why do we not build the relationship? Why do we not actually look out for one another, care for on one another, share things with one another? Why do we think it's okay to be like that? It's not. It's not okay. And, you know, people will say that I've been hurt by church. I've gone to churches where, you know, the people there have been very somehow to me. They have done this. And that is true. It's true, yes. And... But it doesn't mean that there aren't good people out there. Because you've been hurt by one person doesn't mean that there aren't good people out there. Because you've been hurt by a church doesn't mean that there aren't other good churches out there. When we have had bad experiences with church, the reaction shouldn't be to stop going to church. It shouldn't be say, ah, no, all of you are cancelled. <laughs> that shouldn't be the reaction. The reaction of having a bad church experience is to find a good church, right? And even sometimes, would you cancel a church just because one person misbehaved? Is that one person the entire church? Would you, especially if it's a church where the word is good, doctrine that is being taught is good, People are bound to make mistakes. You can't, you can't exempt people from errors. People aren't perfect. And even church people aren't perfect. Even you, I'm sure you make mistakes as well. 
right and imagine if you make a mistake do you want people to cancel you you have to in fact that is even proof of your of your growth are you able to extend love to people are you able to extend to be patient that's also a fruit of the spirit are you able to be patient with people are you able to forgive people you know if someone does something that hurts you you take it up to maybe a an authority in church uh, or a leader in the church or you can even go and meet in fact the first reaction is to tell the person okay this is what you did and this is how i felt about what you did and then from there you work things out and you know reconcile with the person you see the bible says that when someone hurts you and you go to the person and you speak to the person and the person has acknowledged oh this is what i did that was wrong and you know the person is being remorseful it says you gain a brother <laughs> that's very powerful because it means that when you guys acknowledge your wrongdoings either you or the person who has wronged you right acknowledge where you made errors need to go beyond that and build the relationship back and stronger make it better and stronger you know back like you know we never left all of that <laughs> but yes you know some people will say i just do not want the wahala of it all i don't want the drama i don't want to have any of that going on but you see the thing is that god's plan god's desire is that we abide together we are communing together that we are indeed family in fact our best of friends our closest of friends should come from the body of christ we are meant to be together like this cannot be emphasized enough guys it can't be emphasized enough and yes the thing is that once you become you know once you start once you become more open to relating with people once you extend kindness to people it can't be helped that people will take you for granted but the thing is that you also can't truly love without opening up to people you can't you can't truly love without welcoming one another in fact if you do not have love for your brother then you're likened to an unbeliever it can even be a testimony of your faith if you hate your brother if you do not love your brother then it's a sign that you're probably not really saved i mean what is love when you love someone it shows you you are you are concerned about their well-being you are concerned about your welfare church shouldn't be something where we just come and sit down we don't even care about the person next to us is the person next to me <laughs> like i mean for all this for all we care we we're not, it doesn't even matter if maybe the person next to us is orange today and the next day yeah blue or the next sunday they are blue because like what's our business right but that's not how it should be and this is not even just speaking to you this is speaking to me as well i need to be more intentional about caring for people caring for my family caring for the family that i have entered into 
because I know that's what God requires of me. When they are first timers, do you go and say hi? Do you go and welcome them warmly to this, to the church? Do you do that? That should be something that we incorporate into a lifestyle. When they are new timers, you go and say hi. You welcome them, get them to feel at home, and you don't just leave them there. You ask, you talk to them, you speak to them. Okay, find out how they are doing. Find out if they need help. Find out if they even because sometimes they don't have friends in the church, and you know, after service, people who are already friends are speaking to each other, and they are just there on their own. You know, feeling awkward. You need to release that awkwardness from them. You know, be friendly, be warm, so that they can come again once, so that. They are able to grow because, especially if they are new converts, if they don't know the word, if they don't know how to grow, and how they figure it out, there is literally only so much that the pastors can do. But being in a community is so powerful because when God speaks, when God wants to do something, right? To you, he can come through somebody. Your help can be in a community. Whenever you face problems, whenever you have a question, you can you you are sure that you can get answers to that problem. You can get answers to your question. You can't always have access to the pastor, but you can always have access to the community that is there. Because even if the pastor wants to, you know meet everybody once the church is growing and continues to grow it's difficult to be in a close-knit relationship with 5,000 members 10,000 members how do you expect one person to handle all of that that is where community comes into into play i mean some of us even some of us we have like what yeah we don't even have more than like 15 friends and we still find it difficult to keep up with each person and so imagine a pastor pastoring 5,000 a church as large as 5,000 a church as large as, as 500 a church as large as 200 it's going to be difficult that's why community is important these are within the community there are people who have already grown and already have the answers to the questions that you are probably have and you're assured that if and you are sure that whatever information that you are getting is still is still within the right doctrine so now i can tell you that i have indeed found community the community i was searching for i found it and how did i even find this community a church has this provision called a map. It's the, the full meaning is meet and pray. But we don't just meet and pray. We also, you know, spend time together. We have um, some get-togethers per month. And sometimes we even try to do it like twice a month. So the idea behind this is that um, members of the church that stay within the same community within the, or close to each other, right? They have a place where they meet every month, at least once every month, and you know, sort of pray together and 
build community and fellowship and this provision helps people a lot you know only helps us not only helps us build um a faith it also provides fellowship outside of what is already provided in church because i mean we only have service one day a week what about the rest of the week you know how are we going to survive that so if anybody needs help or the questions that you need clarification on it just provides this family for us and it has helped me a great deal it has helped me a great deal and it has even helped me to meet awesome people lots of awesome people think about it when you're facing a spiritual crisis when you're facing any form of crisis do you have a community do you have a place where you can run to you have a group of people that you can just say oh my god this is what i'm going through this is what i'm experiencing please pray with me and they gather together and say okay this is important and they come together and they pray for you better still do you have a community where someone is going through a tough time and the person which can reach out to you and other people and say this is what i'm experiencing please can you make power available for me do you have that do you experience that if so then you are doing well and if you do not you need to go and get that because it's important when the bible says you spoil others to good works how do you think you will spoil others how do you think you'll be spoiled <laughs> how do you think you'll be spoiled is there are there people you are accountable to are there people that account to you it's an important question you need to if you are not you know you need to you need to ask yourself this question after church do i just rush home without checking on my family how is my family doing how are they how was their week do you do that do you not do that do you say oh streaming stream there's no distance in the spirit yes there's no dis- distance in the spirit but you can't but it shouldn't be every time every time stream where you can have a local church it is important that you attend a local assembly and belong to a community of believers so that's it for today's episode guys let me know how you are doing you can send me an email at helloilluminate.m at gmail.com or send me an instagram dm at illuminate with m let me know if this is something that has helped you or if you have any questions or concerns you can also send them to me as well as you know or if you do not know i also create a playlist which i update weekly the playlist contains songs i'm listening to for the week so you can join in and listen with me and let's have a good time together if you use spotify you can find the link to the playlist in the description but if you're not using spotify not to worry i have created the list of the songs in the playlist and uploaded on 
our instagram you can find that in our highlights or if you scroll through the page you can find the playlist as well thank you for listening bye bye have an awesome week